Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned into Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. And we are back. We're back. Season six. six. Yes. That's a lot of seasons. That is. Well, it makes it sound like we've been doing this for six years. We haven't. We've been, been doing, doing it for it. 20. We've been doing this for 15 years almost. Almost. I mean, I guess if you if you use dog ears, <laughs> like we could get there. We've been podcasting. I don't know how long because I don't keep track of dates mm, very well. Probably. Um, oh, I don't know. Three years. Oh, three years. Um, I think. I don't know. The other day, I was talking to my boss at work, and I was like, "I don't know how long I've had this job." <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> They're like, what job? Haven't been keeping track. So I'm sorry, sweetie. Do you I, think we're paying When you? I get in a rut, I mean, I am all the way in that rut. And yeah. time, it's like um, Jerry Gergich on Parks and Recreation. Here we go. When he is um, licking, the licking all of those envelopes. and he all just, the way to the end. He's so satisfied and he has a system, gets all the way to the end and realizes he did them incorrectly. <laughs> And well, then he has to do the Guess we got to start all over. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, yeah. Sometimes hey, I'm like that. Well, anyway, Gary Gergich aside, uh, Jerry, Larry, Terry, Gergich aside. Yes. My I'm, name is oh. none of those things. I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm the CEO <laughs> and founder here at Love Thy Nerd. And I'm a full-time nerd culture missionary. And if you want to know more about that, go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba. All the information you need to know might be there. Hopefully it is. If it's not, it's your fault. So. That's exactly right, because I made that page. If it's not there, go ahead and set up an appointment with me, and let's talk more about what it means to partner with me and my wife and my family as we continue to do nerd culture ministry. Speaking of my wife. And my wife. It's a Borat <laughs> oh, reference. Yeah. It was a what? Borat. Oh, never seen it, because I love Jesus. I'll tell you when you're older. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm Anna. I am just a person who is here on this podcast i enjoy drinking coffee today i am drinking tea that was a weird thing to say um chamomile and peppermint tea i, I don't know what you know i don't like talking about I myself enjoy like drinking this. coffee today i'm drinking tea i usually <laughs> we talk about the coffee that we're drinking and this time i'm drinking tea that's that's what's happening um i can't remember the last time we uh, talked about the coffee we drank i know that's true it's because we haven't been drinking uh, pause. Been drinking. Brinking. Brinking. That's the word for this episode, okay, everyone. I like it. Brinking. Uh, we haven't been drinking Brett's coffee no. from this little bean of mine, which makes me sad. Um, I want to. Because I always want to talk about that coffee when I drink it. I'll Think- talk about it when I'm not drinking it. You should go check out this little bean of mine because that coffee is amazing. I think if you go to lovethynerd.com slash bean juice. Oh. I think that works. Shall I test it? I'm going to test it. Okay. Well, while I'm testing it, I will tell you that I work in children's ministry. Hmm? And 
we have four kids. And so I raised them and that feels like three full-time jobs or four, four full-time jobs, probably. So especially on days like today, when, oh, good. Um, when they're sick, when any of them are sick and boy, are we ever sick? It's up in there. In you, our house. Did it work? No, no, that's not a thing. It uh, will be by the time this goes live. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, yeah. So you walked up to me and said, well, you didn't walk up. You shouted from like, across the kitchen. You said, I think Levi has scurvy. <laughs> and no, I, I was didn't. Like, I said, maybe he has scurvy, but I didn't I, say I think. Before we get, okay, before we get I knew get it was not, it's ridiculous. It, I mean, before we get like into what you're about to talk about. Did you ask that because you've been watching the Pirates of the Caribbean with no. kids lately? Come on, you can be real with no. me. It's just you and me right now. Nobody else is listening. I No, that is not why. Anna. Actually, no, that didn't even occur to me. It's just that scurvy can make you have like gum and teeth issues. And there are some serious gum stuff going on um, with what is going on with Levi. So, And he's this, terrified of oranges. <laughs> just kidding. It's not. Wait, do you think that people with scurvy are terrified <laughs> of oranges? Well, it's important a, to me that that's not no, right. Again, it's, it's, it's a, it's an obscure linked office reference. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. The run, fun run for the cure. Okay. They have a fear of water. A fear of water. Of water. <laughs> Michael, that's not. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm not a complete idiot. Uh, I'm only like a somewhat of an idiot sometimes in very specific cases. Okay. Like for instance, and I'm going to let you finish. That's fine. First of all, uh, Beyonce had one of the greatest music videos of all time. I don't even know how long we've been talking. Cause, um, I, I can see it. It's okay. fine. We got fine. Okay. Unless we don't, which we probably don't. <laughs> um, but th- I started streaming again this morning. Yes. On Mondays I'm streaming on love. Yeah. slash Twitch. Love it. So I, I, I just enjoy that. I've been out of time. the game for a little while. With the streaming. And I'm giving people an opportunity to just like peek behind the curtain, ask any questions they have of Love Thy Nerd. Hey, you've got the CEO for four hours. What do you want to do? Right. Um, so uh, all that being said, I just forgot what the heck I was talking about. What were we talking about? Scurvy. No. Keep going. Time. No. Levi. No. You're going backwards. I need you to go forwards. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Well, just watch me on Twitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. What were you talking about? You were saying something and I was like, man, that was it. I was about to talk about what's happening to our dear sweet child. No. And also, okay, well. No one it. Okay. You think about that. When it that, hits me. Just interrupt me. Oh, I, you know that I will. So <sighs> I wasn't sure what to talk about with banter. And here's the thing, everybody. I am not usually, I feel like our family is usually in pretty decent health. Like we get colds, we get a lot of colds. A lot of them. But up until last year, we didn't get a lot of stomach viruses. Last year we got six, six stomach viruses. And then this year, um, we've got a baby with a broken leg right now <laughs> with a little, little baby cast on it. It's cute. 
It's cute, but it's a cast. So that's a thing that happened yep. a week and a half ago. And then um, this thing with Levi where like he comes home from an event with this high fever and then proceeds to have fever for this is now the sixth, sixth day, sixth day of fever. And I'm calling the school like, hey, can't send this kid to school. And they, they're probably like, oh, that kid's probably dead. And they're just they're just hiding it. I'm like, no, he's not. I promise he's alive. And his mouth smells like death. He has got um, these sores like all over his tongue, all in his throat. Um, as of today, his gums are like super swollen and his lymph nodes are all messed up. And um, so, you know, I've been back and forth with our doctor because like I try not to go in about silly things or yeah. things that are just going to be like, oh, he has a virus and he just needs to stay home. I'm like, I don't know, man, this is not clearing up. So I asked her, I was like, is it, is it clinic time? Like, is it, is it time that we have to go in? And she's like, yeah, it's time to give blood time. So what? yeah. And so, um, yeah, while you were on your stream, yep. oh, that's what you're going to say. I, I interrupted so. your stream. No. I interrupted your stream to come in. It. Oh, well, I don't know. Anyway. What, what do you think I was going to say? You were saying something about scurvy. You're like, you yelled across, um, does he have scurvy? That's yeah. what you were saying. Right. And then it, it's The thought is gone. Okay. Here's what's well, going to anyway. happen. I'm going to listen to the segment back and go, I'm going to yell at myself. <laughs> like, you are an idiot. Well, anyway, we got to go have blood drawn, which was super fun because this, the white coat syndrome that this child has is just incredible. It's like taking a puppy to the vet. So no, it's worse. I would take 10 puppies to the vet. He, they put the blood pressure cuff on him and he's like, Oh, Oh, it's, it's squeezing me harder than daddy squeezes me. And the nurse is like, Oh, that's so cute. And then he's like, wailing about the blood pressure cuff. Oh my gosh. Then they came in a little later uh, and did a nasal swab, which was not even a COVID test. It was just like a, a barely in there. He swab. probably picks his boogers. Deeper. And he, yes. Yeah. And he's like thrashing around and starts screaming about that one. So I'm like, Oh my goodness. When it's time to stick an actual needle in his yeah. arm, like, Anyway, I had to hold him down. He did really well. Once the needle was in there, it's fine. Yeah. He calmed right down and he did tell me this evening. He's like, I mean, when, hold on, trigger warning, blood reference, everyone. <laughs> he's like, when I saw the blood going into the tube, it was kind of awesome. Except that he can't talk normally oh, right now. He's mush mouth. And he, he is like mush mouth from um, Fat Albert. Yep. He is. He's kind of talking like this all the time because he can't move his mouth, his tongue around in his mouth. He won't even try. So it is. It looks disgusting. It looks disgusting. It smells disgusting. And it is the saddest thing. Like this is our kid who I cannot get him to stop running. Mm -hmm. I cannot get him to stop jumping on and off and over everything. When he is in our church he always sprints across the floor and like dives down on his knees and does this really Ruins long all his slide. Pants. Ruins all of his pants. But this is his energy level. And people are like, I've never seen him walk. And right now I'm like, well, right get, now we we're lucky to see him walk because he's just like, 
Yeah, I mean, guys, he, just a couple of weeks ago, kid. he was breaking his brother's leg. <laughs> that is literally during WWE moves or something. I don't I, know. It's, it's sweep the leg is an effective technique. Let's just say that. It is. <laughs> anyway. It worked, hey, it worked for Karate Kid. I'm no. like, I have a very one star rating on the motherhood scale right now. Like. Here's the deal. Would give zero stars. This is one of those those reviews where it's like, I would give zero stars if it was possible. We, we, Yelp review of one star. We legitimately have got to send uh, both Netflix and Disney Plus uh, Mother's Day and Father's Day cards because <laughs> they have earned it in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, because PJ has watched so much Baby Shark. Copious amounts. More baby shark than is healthy for anyone. Wakes up in the morning. Baby shark? <laughs> we doing this? What's, sun, yeah, because. Sun's out, shark's out. That's what he says. Because, yeah. Because, um, like, I have to carry him everywhere and he's not being satisfied in the backpack. He wants me to, like, carry him in my arm everywhere. He's and then heavy. he wants, like, anything that he can't have and just not being mobile. I think it's just a boredom thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of bored of it. But it's eating my lunch. Well, and he's got that weapon on his foot. Uh, yeah, that cast. Does well, its job. I'm surprised we haven't, maybe we've been knocked out in our sleep. I don't know. Like you were sleeping, but now you're just like full on unconscious Dude, he, because he's he kicked you with swings it. it around. And he's absolutely hit me with it. It's not fun. It It's not fun. Anyway, hey. that is what's going on in our world. And it is rough. Yeah. So. Well, hey, I'm glad glad you guys are here with us. And kind of a downer. Yeah. <laughs> I, to top it off, we're gonna I'm going to end with this because we're already over in this segment. By I'm sure a we good are. Bit. Uh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> That's but just normal for us. All of this stuff happened with the kids. I mean, legit, right as we filed... To move them onto a different insurance plan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, I'm about to cancel this thing that we've been doing for years. Yeah. I hope nothing happens to the kids. I feel like I might be inviting disaster. And we were like, ha ha ha. That's ridiculous. Oh, dumb kids. Past us was so stupid two <laughs> weeks ago. Legitimately, the day, the day after you did that. The broken leg. Broken leg happened. The following week, Levi's tongue is now a bowl of oatmeal. And Ugh. that's pretty accurate, actually. That's disgusting. Um, yeah. And so, uh, I don't know. Caleb seems fairly healthy. We'll see. Um, Naomi seems okay. We'll see. Yeah. Oatmeal tongue sounds worse than strawberry tongue. Oh, yeah. What if it's strawberry oatmeal? Strawberry tongue was the thing that we were researching today, like... Because it's a Kawasaki disease. Kawasaki's. That's a um, motorcycle. I don't know. That's... That was the thing. Yeah, just, That's um, Kawasaki disease. And then like Kawasaki ninja. Mm -hmm. Those were the two terms yeah. that like it couldn't decide which one I wanted to to Google. Just why not both? That's what <laughs> anyway, I oatmeal tongue sounds worse than strawberry. Well, tongue. speaking of oatmeal tongue, we're going to get out of here. We're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back today, we're talking all about, you probably already guessed it. Artificial intelligence. Obviously. What? Our banter is so weird. Hey, <laughs> stick around. Don't go anywhere. If you're watching here on YouTube, lovethynerd.com slash YouTube. Thank you for being here. Or if you're on Spotify, Apple, 
you know, I any any I almost said iTunes people. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I do everything on Apple Spotify. Music and Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts is a thing. Amazon. We're on Amazon Music. Kindle. Wrong. What is the thing? What's it called? Uh, Prime Music. No. What's the thing called? Where uh, Audible. There it is. <laughs> don't ask me this stuff. I don't know. Hey, we're uh, we're gonna quit wasting your time here for just a little bit, and we'll be back with more of the Church Nerds podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Radio Matt, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today's review is for the mobile card game Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is a turn-based strategy card game where your goal is to spend energy to gain points. Cards cost energy and earn points, and most cards have abilities. Your goal is to build a perfect deck from the cards that you've unlocked. Your decks are made up of only 12 cards, no duplicates, and they appear in random order as you play. The game is incredibly streamlined. In addition to your small card number, you also only have six rounds to win two of the three locations and thus the game. Most games last about six minutes or less. The true test of strategy is in being prepared for anything. Every powerful card has an equally powerful response that could put your plans to a halt fast if you have no contingencies in place. While there is certainly an element of luck, the longer you play, the more your personal strategy will matter. As with most mobile games, there are multiple forms of in-game currency. Some you can buy with real money, and well, it ain't cheap. Add to that the occasional bundle deal that features a special card and more currency than you'd normally get, you might be tempted to drop up to a hundred bucks. I know I have been, and I might have spent a little Christmas money last month. But you can also earn the in-game currency through daily challenges, two of which appear every eight hours. The game also features a monthly season game focused on a character or set of characters, and it also comes with bigger season challenges, seven per week, each earning you a bigger payoff and unlocking season-focused prizes. The game can certainly be played completely free of charge, it will just require a bit more grinding. Money woes aside, the game is incredibly fun and challenging, with so many ways to strategize and build new decks. Every new card you unlock is an opportunity to try something new and perfect your decks, of which you can have up to 20, so there's plenty of room for trying things out without having to compromise your favorites. And of course, this game wouldn't be what it is without the IP. Marvel characters and the creative abilities they've applied to the cards knock it out of the park, with a lot more still coming down the pike in future releases. And here's why you can trust me. I normally hate these kind of games. But after hearing about everybody and their mother at Love Thy Nerd playing fresh out the beta, I had to give it a shot. It has been a daily routine for me ever since. I know eventually it will lose its luster like all games do, but this is the new hotness, and I suspect it'll dominate the mobile landscape for a long time to come. If you're one of the few holdouts, you can download the game for free on your mobile app store or play the PC version through Steam. You can even connect your account so you can switch between desktop and mobile at any time. Once again, I'm Radio Matt, and remember, don't Cosmo my Wong, bruh.
Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds once again. My name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And hopefully this segment goes a lot smoother than the last one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making promises. I'm just saying now, hopefully, okay? Uh, I'm just, hey, we're just going with it. You know what? They're he- here, mm-hmm. and most of them like us. Yeah. So they're probably doing something else anyway while they, while they listen to so. this. Probably right? so. I wash dishes while I listen to podcasts. I don't know a single person that just listens to a podcast and that's all they're doing. Well, that would be like attending a lecture, which is like, I guess this some podcast do it. is not that interesting. It's not lecture style. No. No, huh? Nope. Hey, but you know what is interesting? Head on over to lovedinder.com where you can find all sorts of articles and other podcasts and our radio station, uh, LTN On Air, is over there. Uh, just a plethora of things, resources, all sorts of really cool things for you to read and take in so that you can learn a little bit more about this nerd culture ministry thing that is so important to me and this ministry. Um, once again, that's lovethynerd.com, and you can go to lovethynerd.com slash community to get involved with us on Discord, where we believe the true relationships happen outside of IRL, in real life, in-person stuff. Um, we also got a Facebook group. You can hang out there if that's your thing, but I'm going to encourage you to go over to Discord, lovethynerd.com slash Discord, if you want to get straight to it. Uh you like wrinkled your nose like the sh- the micro expression of disgust that I learned from Lie to Me. What did I say it on? On Facebook? Facebook. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm in it. I'm in every, every wrinkle. I'm in every wrinkle <laughs> yeah. of that. Okay. Well, today we're going to talk about a little bit of a hot button issue. We're going to talk about AI, not AL, which is anytime I see AI, I want to say Al. It's not. It's not Al. It's AI. Oh, that's di- you. You said you didn't want it to be artificial uh, insemination. You're. That was going to be later. I was going to talk about that later, but we'll just throw it out there. It's not. AI that's not what we're talking means about. artificial intelligence, intelligence or depending on the context, artificial yeah. insemination. We're not talking about Where that. Where my Aggies at? I just wanted to clear the air. That is not what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, not this episode. <clears throat> okay. Well, AI. Yeah. Where do you go from there? The AI. It is like gaining steam like never before. And so then there, there's like two sides of this conversation. There's people who are like here for it and love it. And they embrace it because they're like, ah, this is going to make so many things so much more easy for us. Like we can just utilize this tool and, uh, just put it in the tool bag with all the other tools we already have that are helping us like to navigate the world today. Uh, literally, um, that that's Um, Bubba. Yeah. Bubba's that guy. Hi, everybody. And then there are other people who are kind of regarding this whole thing with this growing sense of suspicion and foreboding and like, Increasing amounts of trepidation. <laughs> the world is changing. I it's feel true. it in the earth. Like, you know, like our, uh, Galadriel's little speech in the beginning when like the one ring is gaining power. Anyway, mm. uh, yeah, like this is this is changing the world and I'm not really sure that it's changing it for the better. That's me. I'm that person. Eh. It scares the ever loving Stuff artificial out insemination of out of you. <laughs> Don't, stop 
saying that. I'm just trying to. Okay. It's going to catch on. <clears throat> First of all, let's talk a little bit about the history or like mm. of AI. How far back you want to go? This is not an ex- all the way. Oh, okay. All the way. Um, okay. So the term artificial intelligence was coined by a man named John McCarthy, not to be confused with John MacArthur. Mm-hmm. Who, who probably doesn't know how to work it. If probably we're being not. Real. Uh, but it, that was in 1956. Um, and that was, uh, they're, they're actually like, they made this conference kind of thing. That was like the first hmm. artificial intelligence, like research kind of think tank place. Okay. Um, and then the first AI program was called Logic Theorist. And it was designed to mimic human problem solving capabilities. Okay. Okay. So then scientists have kind of been working on this for decades and they're like, they'll, it'll have a big growth spurt and then it'll kind of go not really dormant, but like there'll be a lull in it for a while and then they'll have another growth spurt and then there'll be a lull. And the reason that that happens is because a lot of AI stuff is really dependent on computer storage and like processing speed. Sure. So it could really only progress as quickly as storage and processing could progress. Sure. Like, you know, back in the 50s and stuff, the computers, they took up the entire room. Just, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, So once those old dinosaurs started to kind of get with the program, that's why we're seeing this. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh. The program, because computers. Oh, no, I... I didn't. That was a good that. joke. Hey, let's. <laughs> I mean, I meant that. Okay. Yeah, give yourself the props. So there have been kind of sundry things that, you know, have been worked on or have been notable projects as far as AI is concerned. But one of the first, like, one of the things that really brought it to everybody's attention was uh, in 1997, uh, a computer program called Deep Blue was developed. And that was, it was a chess like a, a mm-hmm. chess program and it ended up beating the world champion. I think they went head to head two years in a row and the first time the world champion beat the program. So then the next year they tweaked it and the, uh, the program like wiped the floor with the champion. Oh yeah. And uh, Gary Kasparov was the champion's name. So that was like a big deal. Cause it was like, what? A computer can be smarter than a person? Yeah. No, that's not a thing. Um, and I was like, maybe he should have just tried the, the Queen's Gambit. And I, believe, I cannot believe that. He- no, that's the only chess term that I know <laughs> because I watched the Queen's Gambit. So Did you watch thing- all of it? Yes. Why are you, are you it, serious? Yeah. You, I can't, I, are you surprised that I believe that you finished a television I series? I finished things. That wasn't. Call the midwife. I did not finish Call the Midwife. <gasps> I became disenchanted with that story because oh, they. I, never mind. I'm not talking about. I'm anyway, I almost got her. Almost got her. They just. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So then, I I really feel like the next really big deal thing was um. Ye old smartphones. Yeah. Hey, um, move that away from your cable. I did not have it near my cable. 
You've not been hearing any weird buzzing. I don't need, I'm not wearing my headphones. So maybe we should probably wear our headphones so that we nah, can hear that stuff. So, or just move your phone. Yeah. Anyway, uh, smartphones have just brought like a litany of AI technology that we just carry around in our pockets now mm-hmm. from like predictive text and mm-hmm. navigation. Um, you know, all of us started to be like, I think my phone is listening to me. I think my phone actually is reading my mind. <laughs> Why did I think about something this morning and voiced it to no one? And it's in my targeted ads this afternoon. That is terrifying. And there are like, you know, all kinds of articles about why that happens. It's kind of like a magician can read your thoughts when really a lot of it is about the messaging that they're giving to you and not really what you're thinking. Cause they're anyway. Um, but also you probably said it out loud. Maybe. I don't know. We all started to get like super creeped out when we all got these automated assistants in our homes named, Alexa or Siri or Google or Cortana. Um, and, and like, they'll just start talking to you because they, they hear, they think they hear their name Mm -hmm. and then you're like, no, Hey, Hey, Alexa, stop listening. And she's like, okay. Only she never really stops listening. Does she? Because you really want her to respond to you the next time you say, Hey, Alexa. Oh, sorry. I triggered somebody's Alexa. It's it's, it's the Kelly's from the office. <clears throat> yes, yes, Charles. <laughs> yes, Charles, you wanted me. You wanted me? <laughs> um, it's not the worst idea she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. So now more recently, there have been some even bigger things that have been developed that are like starting to get even more like kind of scary. Well, some of them are like really cool. And then there are some of them that are just plain scary to me. I don't know. Um, so we've got, uh, like AI created art coming out. Mm -hmm. Mid journey was a program that you were talking about. There's chat GPT, Mm -hmm. which is, I don't really know. It's wicked cool. It just sounds weird to me, but that's where people are making like movie scripts and anything, literally anything you want. Excuse me. Anna, it helped me code something for love. Thy nerds website. Yeah. The robot is a part of us. Okay. So, uh, I like kind of borderline think that some Christian artists sometimes are just like, like if AI could write a Christian song, mm-hmm. a Christian contemporary song, it would say Watched some of these a words. YouTube video of a guy doing that. And he was like, doesn't suck. <laughs> well, maybe how, it was better and, than and his, the his other ultimate ones question heard. was how long before you just don't know. Okay. We'll save it for the podcast. We're doing a fight. Because we're going to talk about that next okay, segment. Right, right. But I mean, it's the kind of things that it can do. Like it, I'm sure it could write lyrics. Obviously I'm sure they're developed. Like there are ones that can write music. I was going to say music, like will, the notes. Chat GPT will do that for will you. Will it? Oh, um, yeah. There's content aware fill in Photoshop. And then there's like 
filters on TikTok. There's like the AI manga um, filter, and that's <laughs> that's getting like super weird that and silly. Weird. I know Radio Matt like has he had a lot it. of fun with that. There are people who are like trying to find all the ghosts in the world by just pointing the AI manga filter at things and being like, <gasps> "There's one right there." We get a call. Or um, this is another one is like trying to see if your pets are really animals or if they're humans trapped in pets' bodies. What? I basically had that same conversation with you <laughs> yesterday. Oh, no, that was... Yeah, you did. It and was you're, a variation you're, of that. Yes, a ridiculous thing that you said. We have enough time. <laughs> so what I said what I said to Anna, and I'm not... I'm not like ashamed of this per se, but it's just a th- just a thought that Are I you had. not? A fleeting I feel thought. like maybe listen, you should be <laughs> Listen, Linda, what the thought that I had was, and this is <clears> like <throat> just based on absolutely nothing. I'm not hanging a theological hat or anything on this. Right? No, everything that you say can be used against you in a court no, of law. I, you know, I know my rights. Or okay. in Sunday school. Basically that one. And I just looked at Anna and I was like, you know what? What if our pets were like our loved ones? You said our wives or our children. What, or what I meant was like like people that like care about us and that we have cared for, just in a different dimension. What if? Yeah, because you what were like, if? look, Sylvie looks at me the same way you do. That's what you said. Hey. No. She probably gazes she, more lovingly uh, and adoring. Well, that's well, she probably does. I'm not gonna hey, lie. I am an, not sappy like that. In another dimension. I actually sometimes I like to look at you while you sleep. Weirded and out. creep you out. Weirded out. Are you serious? Sometimes I when look are, at people while they sleep. When is it people? Multiple people? The kids. All right. Hey, but like you, don't like fall you asleep and PJ are, I have so many pictures in my phone of you and PJ laying there sleeping together. I don't share them. Right. I just have, I just have them and I just keep them. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Speaking of AI. Moving on. Yeah. That got weird. Okay. So, um, okay. That's all the things happening. So I, want, I thought. I want you to share those pictures with me. I want to see him. I want to see. I want to see the composition. Uh, it's Are not. It's not usually very good because it's usually in the really early morning light when it's super dark in our room, and then I'm always like, "That picture is terrible." Are they Maybe cu- I'll do it next time with the AI manga filter on there and see go. what happens. Are they cute or is it like he's got his big toe in my nose or something? No, they're cute. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Not. I, I'll allow. <clears throat> so I wanted to talk a little bit about like the way that so people have been playing around with the idea of like, what is big AI going to look like and what kind of impact is it Mm. going to have on the world? They've been doing this in movies and television and books, I'm sure, but I don't read as many books as I watch movies. Um, So I wanted to talk about uh, some of our favorite examples of AI in movies and television. I kind of like starting from the most innocuous examples and developing into the most uh, like ominous. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So in 1962. The year of our Lord. Hannah Barbara came out or had a, Barbara? you know, Hannah Barbara. Barbara. Hannah Barbara. It's Barbara. Barbara. 
Hanna Barbera. I don't watch these old timey <laughs> cartoons. I didn't have a television. Uh, you know, Hannah Montana. <laughs> Montana in 1962. The Jetsons. I'm trying to say the Jetsons. And, you know, they had all of their futury stuff. But one of the things that they had was their robot maid, Alice, yep. who was obviously AI. She was like resembled. 100% she was AI. Humanoid thing. Well, she looked like a vacuum cleaner. She had an attitude. Like a vacuum cleaner with a face and an apron. Um, she was sassy robot. <laughs> sassy one. She was sassy. Sassafras. Okay. Um, do you know what sassafras is? I say that all the time. Cat? Nope. Hey, any of our listeners know what sassafras is? It's a candy. Well, maybe. Yeah. I had sassafras candy when I was younger. It's got a real strong flavor. Of? Kind of lemony. Sassafras? Okay. That's not helpful. It's a sassafras Keep flavor? using the word. Doesn't help define it. Yeah. Uh, this lady gave it to me. Her name was Anna. Her See, name was... Was it my you name from the was future? Anna. No. Or another dimension? My name was Anna and her name was Anna. I was so little that it was very confusing to me. And having a name that's somewhat unique like Anna, there you don't meet a lot of Annas. I don't. And I had never met one before and she would call our house and I would answer the phone and she would say, hi, Anna, this is Anna. And I would be like, no, it is not <laughs> you. I'm Anna, man. Uh, that would have tripped me out as a kid <laughs> all the way out. What's the future? like? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, sassafras. Okay. Sassy robots. Alice, the Jetsons. Do you like how I was able to trace? Oh, that it's all easy. Back? Yeah, no problem. For our listeners, hey, I got you covered. If you didn't no follow any of that, problem. I am aware of what I'm saying. Okay, next, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Mm, Columbia Pictures, 2009. Uh, yeah, that little uh, computer thing kind of like develops its own. Flintstones from Flintstones verb. Yeah, yeah, and then cloudy with a chance of meatballs too is like even like weirder yeah. like that it's a lot of weird stuff but yeah. yeah i specifically was talking about the flinsome verb okay um meet the robinsons yeah okay those things now, are sentient yeah like it's a cartoon but also kind of creepy like stuff going on in there and this um it reminds me a lot about one we're going to talk about in a little bit like irobot though mm -hmm. where <clears throat> it's developed its own like personhood yep. and has decided that uh, people aren't awesome. Nope. <laughs> so that's scary. Um, anyway, next, Wally. Wally is fantastic. Love Wally. Wally. Wally to me is is a very interesting mix of the two because. Wally, Wally himself. Disney Pixar 2008. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, can I get the uh, or, word origin, please? <laughs> um, Wally is not, he's not sentient, but he's also not like, a, he's, he's not uh, prime directive driven, right? So like a lot of robots in, in Hollywood, right, mm -hmm. are coded to the prime directive. It's a Star Trek thing, right? Well, iRobot. Like, but it, cannot harm, uh, cannot harm humans is, is one of the, you know, one of the, the laws is what it, what it's called in iRobot. Because 
their ethics, you don't com- want it. You their don't ethics want it committees all met and voted that we had to do it this way. Yeah. Hey, what's we, one thing you want these robots to do? Or else we couldn't keep doing this, but nobody was in a back lab somewhere like. Nope. I'm not authentic operating on by the rules of the ethics committees. Yeah. And that person is definitely not the villain in every one of these movies. <sighs> okay. But anyway, so <clears throat> Wally, he's kind of, he's in the middle. Like he is, he has a job that he's doing on the plant on earth. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, waste management ish. Cubing, uh, cubing up cubing. all, cubing up all the trash. He's in a the cuber. World. Yeah. Um, and so, He's, he's doing the thing that he needs to do, but then when he's done with his day, it, he has kind of like human characteristics in that he puts his, his, you know, rollers away. He hey, just like away. the Mr. Rogers thing. Yeah. And then he sits and he watches <laughs> his stories. Yeah. His, his movies, you know, yeah. and he learns about emotion and love and caring. And so even when Eve, who is a more sophisticated Eve. robot comes, she actually learns that from him. And so... Then you have, uh, what's the, the wheel navigator nav. I forget what the, the wheel is called in that, in that movie. I don't remember. Spoiler alert. It's the bad guy, <laughs> but it's only the bad that guy. That is a big spoiler. It's only, what, t- when did it come out? Uh, two, 2000, 2008. 2008. You're yep. fine. Um, I think the statute of limitations is lifted on the spoiler ban. Came out the year we were married. And so, oh, it did. Yeah. Um, and so like, it's only the bad guy. Because it's trying to not let the humans go back to Earth because that is its prime directive. Like mm. the humans are like, we've got to go home. We can go home. And it says, you cannot go. It's not it's inhabitable. Red tape. Don't go. You know, stinking so red it tape. keeps them from doing things and, and mm-hmm. becomes the bad guy for following a very stringent set of rules. Mm-hmm. And so it's but in at all cost. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. I think Wally. Probably more than any of these things is the really interesting midpoint between total, tools total and programming yeah and sentience uh-huh. sentience um what is there's the word? actually i think in our next segment there's there is a another the singularity i think they call it maybe mm. there's like a term for it Got coming it. into its um Developing like robot puberty, mind theory yeah, kind AI, of AI stuff. Um, so yeah, it gets anyway, real weird. Real Wally, quick. Wally. Okay, Star Trek. Mm. This is a big one. One of the most famous AI robots in all time is Data. Data. Data first appeared on Star Trek in 1987, which um, so it was not the year we were. Married. It was the year I was born. Yeah. Oh, so there's that. I mean, it just made some of you feel really old. Me. Oh my gosh. And was, some of you think that I am really old. So I was so one. <clears throat> you were one year old. Yeah. Aw. Um, so there's this one part, this one episode of Star Trek that I was watching where Data is talking about how like the human body is and brain are amazing because um, they can just re like human beings go through this period of growth Mm -hmm. and their brains just recalibrate all the time to deal with moving, like growing bodies and how difficult that it would be for a machine. But now I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they can make programs to deal with that. Not even a problem. Okay. 
iRobot. We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we did talk about iRobot is terrifying. Yep. That is a scary movie. Not like horror and jump scares, although there may be some jump scares in there, but just the concept of it like will leave you sleepless at night. Uh, that was Davis Entertainment in yeah. 2004. Mm-hmm. Davis Entertainment? Oh. Never heard of her. I know. Okay, The Matrix in so, 1990. Oh, you want to talk about iRobot? Well, no, 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 no. We, the, we're just going to go ahead and say the last two. Okay. The Matrix and Terminator. And the reason Ooh. I say the last the last two is because if you actually like go and dive into the creation of those two, they were created together. Oh, right. What? Yeah. And so like the matrix when it was written mm-hmm. is the precursor for Terminator. The matrix is part of Skynet. Yeah. And it's, it's, it honestly, like it, it's fascinating. We'll put stuff in the show notes and all that stuff. Um, like they, they build on each other. Okay. Um, and goes back to like create itself and like, it's, you know, mm. weird time travel thing, but it's also like highly spiritual. Um, uh-huh. in that, like it is, you know, good versus evil. There's a Christ-like figure in Neo that, you know, becomes okay. the one and all sorts of stuff. Like it was written for that to kind of show the struggle between not just necessarily man and machine, but like the struggle that we have against the things in the world as Christians. And so it's really interesting. I'm not going to say, Oh, go look at Terminator. And that's like a, the best Christian movie out there. It's not like it was <laughs> taken and it's, it's something completely different now. But, um, but those two movies in and of themselves are like, this is what happens when a, like an, when, when, when we are outpaced, when humans are outpaced by yeah. the machines. Yeah. So Terminators just, that's bad. Right. These three movies, iRobot, The Matrix and Terminator are all I think about. When I think about artificial intelligence, yeah, I don't think about the iPhone in my pocket. I think about these robots that are like, I don't know, just, uh, or, oh, oh, what is that? A person of interest mm-hmm. with like, you know, the always listening and the everything. Listen, lady, <clears throat> we're not doing conspiracy theories. Okay. Like. That's not what this episode is, but they're totally already doing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. There's anyway. this little place called China. Um, and it already has that set up where it, all the AI does is like, it goes and it scans all the cameras, reads their faces, um, and can tell you if they're happy or if they're not, or like can track people to say, this is, this is this person because of how they walk and those characteristics and all sorts of stuff. So like there is... There absolutely 100% is a side of AI that can be used for good and fun and all sorts of really cool creative things. And then there is a side of it that is um, at worst nefarious, right? At, at best intrusive. And so mm. um, it's this, – this is difficult because as we continue to move forward in this world that we live in, it's only going to become more AI-driven, all right. It's like, that's, that's the trajectory that we're on. And you had talked about, I don't know if we're doing it in this segment or the next one, but like there are different breakdowns of like the eras that we're in. I think that we'll get to that in the next segment. So, uh, Hey, we're going to take a really quick break. This is a fascinating 
discussion that we're having here and we're not even scratching the surface. We're like legitimately there, we're skipping not across yeah. the top. We're not going to get to everything. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but if you also need to go and watch all these movies to just kind of wash your brain a little bit, I understand that because I'm going <laughs> to have to do that as well. Hey, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about artificial intelligence right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So The Last of Us is a big deal. It's making all the waves across TV. And it's a big hit for HBO Max. And But for people like me, uh, it's a new territory. I am a lifelong Nintendo player and a half of my lifelong Xbox player. I've never owned a PlayStation, so I've completely missed out on all the goodness that is The Last of Us. And... So this is kind of new territory for me. And I was in my local GameStop and talking about how good the first episode was. And somebody in my GameStop was like, you you shouldn't be watching this. You don't play the games. You don't have a PlayStation. You have no business watching this. I'm like, um, dude, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> this show's on HBO for everyone. It doesn't just come with a PlayStation, you know, plus membership. But sometimes we can feel like that. We can feel like... Uh, if we aren't the right tribe that, you know, we don't deserve certain things and, you know, gamers and certain geeks can be gatekeeping in that capacity. But, uh, it reminds me of the fact that with the early church, there was a fair amount of, uh, gospel gatekeeping in its own right. Uh, in Acts chapter 10, we see the situation where Peter strongly, you know, opposes the idea of non-Jewish people, you know, the Gentiles receiving the message. He's like, you know, it's his job to preach to the Israelites, not to the Gentiles. But God, through that chapter, makes it very clear to him through visions and through the people that he sent Peter's way that Peter had the wrong understanding that God is not a, uh, a platform exclusive when it comes to people. And in Acts chapter 10, verse 34, it says this, Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. So please understand, it isn't about where you've come from, your status, your bloodline, or what system you came on. The grace and goodness of God is for you, and you are more than welcome to receive him, enjoy him, and live the life that he's prepared for you, regardless of your gaming system. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Hey 
Hey there, and welcome back to the Church Nerds Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And today we welcome our robot overlords. Oh, gosh. Ah. Uh. Okay. Well, so last segment, we We're talked about, about artificial we talked about the history of AI. We talked about how it came about. We talked about some of the cool and weird and sometimes disturbing things that it has brought into the world with us. Uh, we talked about some examples of how we use it, uh, like on a daily basis. A lot of even oh, uh, as I was researching this episode of Ye Old Church Nerds podcast. I've heard of it. Familiar yep. with the film? Had to look some things up on the Google machine, and what do you know? Like, it knows. I mean, it knows. That's AI stuff. I. You, how do we not talk about Black Mirror? I don't know how we didn't talk about Black Mirror. To me, and I'm just like we're gonna we're gonna close out kind of that Hollywood segment. You with better this. make it quick because I have a lot I know, of stuff I know. to I'm talk gonna, about. I'm gonna close it really quick. If if you want to watch something that is very very like mature. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't, don't tread lightly. Don't watch it with your kids like that. Kind Do of not. And maybe don't watch the first couple there episodes. There are several episodes to skip. We're not going to get into all that, but, um, this is, it, it really explores the, all of the danger. Well, I say all the dangers, some of the most extreme dangers of technology and artificial intelligence and yep. a techno, a technological crutch mm-hmm. of sorts. Um, and none of the episodes are like, and they all lived happily ever after. None of them are. This is all, hey, here's here's all the yep. absolute worst of of technology. And so, it's a it, it's not even a recommendation. It's just that would be the thing that I think best shows all of the negative qualities of technology and it outpacing us. <sighs> okay. Well, like you were saying, like I well. Before you were so rudely interrupted. So I thought we would talk very briefly about our different perspectives. And we mentioned this a little bit um, before that you're like, I'm fine with AI. AI is cool. It's fine. I'm going to use it. Mm -hmm. So I want you to talk a little bit about that. Um, It's kind of an interesting way to look at it. I live my entire life with technology at my hands, in my fingertips and in my life. If you were to remove technology from from my anything, which I have tried to talk about doing that, yeah. If you do that, I I, I have to completely change everything that I do, and it's not like I just have to find a new way to to do something. No, you just have to light lots of fires. Just you love thy burn fire. a lot of wood. Yeah, burn a lot of wood. Love thy fireplace. That's I'm not saying love thy fire pit. Stop doing it forever. Just like, you know. But that's that's what I'm saying is we we live. Love Thy Nerd exists in a time in in history when we are a California 501c3. Why do you have to say California? Because that's where it is. We are a Californian 501c3. You have to specify the state? If you just if you let me finish, I'll tell you why. California 501c3. I have employees that live in New Mexico the CEO, myself, lives in Texas. My COO and another one of our employees lives in Indiana. Yes. Okay. So it is impossible mm-hmm. for us all to be together. We have mm-hmm. to use technology yes. and the internet in order to get together and yes. to communicate and to make sure that everything runs properly. Mm-hmm. This podcast that we are doing only it only exists because of technology, mm-hmm. like current technology, digital information technology. Yep. Okay. Uh, now, 
that has, I don't want to say nothing to do. I think it has, it has something to do with artificial intelligence, but the next wave of things is going to be artificial intelligence. Okay. Now, next episode's going to be written by, uh, don't tease me because I will go and I will make chat GPT do it all. And it freaking will. And you will have no idea. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it's, it's one of those things I was talking to you about it earlier. Um, I think it was a couple of days ago when we were really diving into this and I said, you know what? Artificial intelligence, AI does not bother a single person when it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, we talked, nobody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Google, stop giving me things that I tried to spell correctly and absolutely didn't. Because I don't know where the eye goes in there. All right. <laughs> Mind your business. Nobody gets mad at that. But then it's like, oh, whoa, hey, are you listening to me? Are you doing this? Are you, hey, you're, you're trying to influence me? You know, self driving cars, all that stuff, taking away my, taking jabs, you know, all that stuff. It was a South Park reference. You don't okay. understand because you're no, a I wouldn't. But it's, I think it gets to a point where it, it, it's, it's not a problem until it affects you personally. Right. Right. And we have smart devices in our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not just, um, I'm not going to say the, the G word, but that's the one that we have. Um, and, you know, even when sometimes I'll be talking and I'll have my, my watch on and the lady that lives inside of my Apple device thinks I'm talking to her and she'll go, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't understand that. And mm-hmm. so is it always listening? Yes, it is absolutely always listening. But for me personally, it's helpful, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it benefits me in the way that I'm using it. I'm not going out. Like the mark of the beast will benefit the people. I think help. that it, yeah, I think that's biblical okay. that, it, that it will. Good. I'm glad we're talking about this yep. here. Um, and so <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where you, it, the, I think it's a thing to be cautious about in general, but it doesn't frighten me or terrify me. Um, Maybe it's because we, we're not like at the, we're not at the point of like being outpaced, which some people believe is in the next five to 10 years. Um, but I do think that right now, um, I'm not, it doesn't, I'm not worried about Star Trek. I'm not worried about Skynet. I'm not worried about that kind of stuff because I think that that we let Hollywood kind of drive our thoughts in Some the, of us are very influenceable. In the same way, I will say this, in the same way that we let Hollywood determine what we, you know, what other people think about religion and Christianity and all sorts of stuff. But we don't like to put those two in the same thing. It's like, no, 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 it's right about this. But yeah. It's not right about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So I mentioned that like iRobot and Terminator and stuff really bother me, Yeah. obviously. But I think that, you know, there is a certain amount of compartmentalization that you could do because it's like, well, it's Hollywood. It's not real. This is fiction. It's just, you know, science fiction. Yep. So I, one of the first times that it started to get really like really real and really kind of scary to me where it was like, holy moly, like this is getting out of hand is you called me over to your computer and you're mm. like, <clears throat> look at this. I was like, what? You're like, AI made this image. And I think that it was kind of a galaxy kind of image. Mm-hmm. This was happening right at the same time as they're like, look, the whatever, whatever telescope 
brought back these super cool images, which I'm like, did it though? <laughs> this is happening, right? As Come all the, on. what? Come on. I don't know about that because <clears throat> right at the same time, I keep almost knocking that over. Yeah, please don't. Right at the same time as, um, it's like, look what AI can do. This was created by a computer and it looked amazing. And that like struck a chord with me, not because I personally am an artist. I would consider myself something of a creative, but like my sister mm -hmm. <clears throat> is an artist sure. and she's tried to like get into children's illustrations and stuff like that. Children's book illustrations. Um, and so I'm like, to me thinking this is people's, these are people's jobs. Sure. <clears throat> and not only that, like art has like people pour their heart into their art. Mm -hmm. It's full of emotion and almost this thing that I'm like, well, this is something that makes us like, this is something distinctly human that we can do this. But then it's like, is, is it, it though? Because if a computer can do it, like for, for, for a computer to just be able to turn out this amazing looking work, these really cool images and they're beautiful, but it's just coming out of it's like cold processor brain. I'm like, that just feels awful well, to me. It's, it's imperfect in all the wrong ways. <clears throat> and so like you can see it, it doesn't, it doesn't do like hands very well. <laughs> it's always like everybody's the six, <clears throat> the six or seven fingered man. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's crazy. Um, people always have more teeth than they should have. <laughs> like it's, it's having a hard time. And also, I mean, like to your point about this is people's livelihood. It's, it's their stuff. What it's doing is it is sampling from art on mm -hmm. the internet. Mm -hmm. Anything that is, is available it's copying right now, really to the, to the point where you can actually see the remnants of the signatures of the artist in the AI renderings of mm -hmm. different things. You're like, mm -hmm. I want to see, you know, a Michael Jordan, you know, riding a box of Fruit Loops. It's not really creating, it's compiling. In the style of da 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 You know, like. Well. And it'll do it, but. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's how I feel about it is I'm like, it's starting to do all these things that I'm like, but I thought these were human things. Yeah. And. So we're going to kind of shift this a little bit into like church. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know. So I started, I started Googling like AI and church because you had told me that you had read something about like AI pastors or something like yep. that. So that's what I was trying to find. What I found was actually way more terrifying than that. Oh, okay. um, the first thing that I found was this thing called way of the future. Mm. So in 2017, not way of the master. No, but I thought about that. Okay. <laughs> right, in 2017, this guy, and I, I thought that surely I was going to, oh, I have an article here about it. Okay. So this guy named <clears throat> Anthony Lewandowski, mm, okay. um, who worked a lot with <clears throat> Google and I'm not sure if it was Uber also Google and Uber about on like self-driving car kind of stuff. Okay. Minority report. Uh, okay. So <laughs> he, 
um, ended up in some hot water with Google uh, because he stole some of their technology. And um, he had actually opened up a nonprofit in 2015 because as he, he's not, he's not as like super old guy. I, in, in this article, he looked like maybe our age, like old enough to be kind of balding, but not, not old. I didn't say you were balding. Jeez lady. Um, anyway, so he's been in like all, you know, robotics and AI, Mm -hmm. Like for quite a while and is watching it just start like really because as our processing and storage has gotten to be like massive now. Yeah. um, Now we're capable of so much more. And I think he said that he was watching um, a machine starting to build other machines and outdo the most advanced professionals. Oh, yeah. That we had. 100%. And he, at that moment, was like, it's inevitable. Machines are going to take over the world. They're going to be better at this, all of this managing of everything than we are. Whose side do I want to be on? So you joke about this all the time. You're, you're like, do. for the Make longest sure you say time, please and thank you. he always is very polite to Siri and all of the robots because he's like... Don't be rude to them. What would happen if Skynet really were a thing? Like you need to, that is literally what this guy is doing. So he opened a nonprofit to, that was dedicated to ushering in artificial intelligence and like establishing humanity as a good thing, or at least his sect of humanity as like the helpful ones. Um, and he was like, people don't laugh at me. Like we need to be taking this seriously. So when he got fired from Google, uh, he's like, okay, now I'm really going to work on this church thing. He called it the way of the future. And, um, he set himself up as the Dean of it forever, forever and always. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and started to like go on tour and do all these. Co- it's been dissolved now. Um, once, uh, it's, like, now the, it's the way of the past now. Yeah. He, he dissolved it and used all the money that was put into it in like during black lives matter mm-hmm. into like legal, um, you know, oh, okay. stuff anyway. So that was a thing, but cause he was like, I completely certain he's like, this is just an absolute inevitability. And I was like, okay. Yikes. Okay. So there's that. Um, we have in uh, a Catholic priest that is an AI named Santo and he's a robot priest. Uh, he's basically Catholic Alexa is what they've said. Um, really? Yeah. Like you can, you can ask it questions about spirituality. And I think that you can ask it to like pray for you. Can it absolve you? Of your sins? I don't know about that. I would say it's like an info robot kind of thing. Like, that's what it seemed like. It's not, they said it's not like super. It's it's not super deep, but it could be helpful if you're just trying to Hmm. get some informational stuff. Then there's also, this is not in the Christian faith at all. This is actually a Buddhist AI monk slash goddess thing. 
Okay. I'm called like, Mindar that is in Mindar. a temple and it does like ceremonies and rituals and it has a whole silicone face that's really? been modeled after a goddess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And the monk, like one of the guys there who I think, I mean, he's very on board with it and he's like, we need to do this. Like this is coming and we just like, Get this is incredible. Get ahead yeah. Of it, yeah. This is an incredible tool. Huh. Um, yeah, and then I, some people are like, nah, <clears throat> man, I feel like that is just textbook worship the creation, not the creator. Right. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because in that instance, because it's, it's, it's very, yeah. it's very definitive that we know, Hey, this hasn't been around. We created, we it. built this. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> somebody you put built it, these idols with your hands and then out of gold and silver, and then you go to worship. Absolutely. Them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, what, what's really interesting is that somebody, somebody mentioned this to me the other day or not to me. I, I, I was probably watching something on TikTok. if I'm being honest, but they, they put it this way and I'm going to butcher this, but it was something to the effect of, uh, rocks are smarter than we are. Now we're teaching rocks to be smarter than us because that's basically what the metals and, you know, the chemicals and the silicones oh, and all that stuff. It's like got it. this, these, Those in, are the components these of inanimate objects are now becoming smarter than we are. And in some ways acting more human than we are because, you know, they're doing the right thing without the emotion involved and all sorts of stuff. It's just, it's a really interesting way to look at the, you know, this whole thing is that, you know, that, kind of is the creation story in some way, shape or form that God formed Adam out of the dust of the earth. Like it, it's a really interesting thing to think about. Um, it doesn't necessarily line up with scripture and, mm -hmm. you know, what we believe in Christianity, but like it, it honestly, it just like when you sit down and you look at these things, it's like, Oh my gosh, man. Like I, I could see why somebody would want to do that. Hmm. Like it, it, it makes sense in my brain from just a, an understanding standpoint. It does not make me want to do it. I don't, I don't want to take this iPad and build a, an altar to it, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I know, I know the definitive beginning of these things. As a Christian, I serve a God that has no beginning. That's the, that's the faith that I have in that is that there, there, he is the, he's the beginning of all things. And so I don't know. It, it's, it's really interesting. We see that time and time again through, throughout scripture, right? Like we were, I was just listening to a Bible project. Um, uh, it's not a sermon study, a Bible project study on, um, the bronze snake, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, and it'll be lifted up and, you know, so will the son of man and all sorts of stuff. And mm -hmm. then they started worshiping that thing that had delivered them. It, it was, it was a thing that they could literally look at, it's creation. It's, it's moment of, of inception. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were like, Nope, we, we need that. That's our, that's our thing. Yeah. Without it, we are nothing. It's like, yeah. Mm. Weird. Yeah. How we rationalize things as humans. It's, it's just interesting. Well, I mean, obviously there is no room for us to be <laughs> actively worshiping, uh, 
AI or technology or anything. But there is sort of this question, like when you were talking to me way back when, where it's like, is there room for us to be using AI tools in the place where we have used human beings up to this point, even in some ministerial mm-hmm. capacities? Um, like, is that is that is that wrong to do? Is it a tool that we should tap into? Because honestly, there's a bunch of stuff that people probably talked about being wrong way back in the day. Mm-hmm. We've got TVs in church. We've got like computers in church. We're using manage like people management software yeah. that keeps track of everyone's like data to a certain extent and we'll you know helps us to compile yeah. lists and all of these different things like is it possible i don't know here are some some things that i was thinking about um like like counseling services via chatbot kind of stuff where it's like here's obviously there's going to reach a point where your life is going to be more complicated than what these responses are capable of giving you the answer for, Mm -hmm. but is there a certain amount of like, these are some general questions that we know can be answerable. Obviously points of human contact seem pretty important. Representative. Um, (laughs) Representative. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, But is that something, I mean, we use automated texting. We use emails. We have like, is it, how do we feel that a lot of us have giving auto drafted. Yeah. Mm. Is that a true offering and tithe to the Lord? If it is robotic. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, I, I'm going to be, um, I don't even know if you know this or not, but I'm going to be uh, preaching at the Lux digital church. Um, first or the uh, February the 8th mm-hmm. and it, their series is leave everything. And I'm going to be talking about Romans 12, one and two worshiping in spirit and truth. And yeah, (laughs) it's been a hot minute. That's, that's my go-to. Um, but I'm going to be talking about that and what it means to truly sacrifice, Uh um, and the worship that is only in existence because of sacrifice. Well, you should probably talk about auto drafting. And it's going to be, I'm I'm just going to get GPT to write the whole thing. So (laughs) it's going to be great. Um, or, or I was like. Is there a difference between having ChatGPT mm-hmm. write a sermon? Because I know without a doubt you could have it write the sermon, this is, and then you could just you could just go ahead and check it for you know sc- scriptural accuracy and error errors and things like that. Is that any? Di- and I'm like, oh no, that's terrible because like we need to be. In the scripture, and we need to be like, like in communion exactly with the Lord with and that kind of thing. But is that really any different than just going and listening to a televangelist, no, going not. and listening to a podcast when you don't really know that person from Adam? You don't know the relationship with that they have with the Lord. You don't know any of those things. I'll, so is that any different? I'll, I'll, I'll take it and, okay. and go one step further than that. Okay. Is it any different than... Um, going and taking somebody else's sermon and re-preaching it. Well, people shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't, shouldn't they shouldn't be doing it. But that. it happens all the, there are, there are legitimate services that exist. It's like, Hey, you need this thing. Here's, here's a sermon series in a box. Here's a, this in a box. And like, I'm talking like 
even churches, and I'm not throwing shade. This just is what it is. It's part of the conversation we're having. Churches that are like, hey, here's, you want all, you want this entire passion series that you can, you know, walk people through at your church? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well. You want to do a, you, this, this, uh, yeah. Numa this, this Jen Wilkins study with yeah. your ladies group, like yeah. that kind of stuff. It's like, I mean, because it's good material. Ah, uh, it's it's not artificial intelligence that's doing it, but you're not doing any of the work. You're benefiting. Yeah, but I mean, when you get into that, it's like, well, all of the letters that the apostles wrote were copied and redistributed, and mm-hmm. so is it any different from that? I, all I'm saying, I don't have an answer for any of this stuff. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and I honestly, I don't, I don't have a definitive answer. No, even there, in an no opinion. answers at all. Even period. In an, you guys, if anybody's been watching, although I have listening, one more direction to go. Anybody who's been watching or listening to church nerds for any length of time <laughs> knows that we don't answer questions. We answer no questions. Yeah, we None at all. ask a ton of them. Nope. Give you things to think about. Can barely answer the question of like, who are you and what's your name? I, yeah, I mess a, my intro up every time. Who can tell it's nebulous. Okay. <laughs> So wrap it up because we got to wrap it up. Well, so the only other thing that we have to address here is that there are is definitely a group of people who feel like to invite AI into our way of doing things mm-hmm. is that is to like I was joking around about the mark of the beast and stuff, but like legitimately yeah. believe that this is actually like end times mark of the beast stuff and you are actively bringing that in and incorporating it right into so yeah now now you're getting into what is you know what is your what is the theology that drives your eschatology your your your, the theology that you have uh, around the end times right that's what eschatology is and you get into pre-trib post-trib no trib mid-trib all sorts of stuff you know uh thank you left behind for confusing everybody um you know it's it's one of those deals which hey the new one dropped heard it's a banger and so um okay i have to go to the the cinema theater to watch the that flick no i still have all of the chosen to watch Mm, yeah we do that too yeah but anyway like i i think that you're with anything else as with anything else your worldview the lens at which you view your world through that's what the worldview is even if you're like, this is a Christian worldview, it's like, okay, but what's your prescription though? Like what, how, how thick is the lens? How bent is it? What, where's your deficiency? What are you trying to correct that kind of stuff? And I think that like, for me, I'm not worried about this becoming the mark of the beast. I'm just not because my eschatology, the way that I view this is that it's not, it's not building up to that for me. Right now. Anna and I, we don't agree on a whole lot of things, um, ever period. In the history of time. No, uh, but like when it comes to like, like spiritual things, things that we don't really have answers for that are just things to talk about and to theorize and speculate and interpret and all sorts of stuff. Um, like Nephilim is one of them that we kind of go back and forth on her and I, but it's, I think, I think this might be another one for us. Um, I think that you absolutely are a person that would worry about technology, mark of the beasts, everything getting chipped, all sorts of stuff. And I'm not making fun of that. It's just like I, I, I'm not. I, you totally judged I'm me. Not. I'm just. Am I wrong? I, no. Yes. Yes, you're wrong. Like I. Yeah. I don't. Mm. 
I was gonna, I was gonna read this thing from a podcast or not a podcast, a, um, like a website. We don't have time for you for to read people that. Like who, we're, we're way over. We have to. It's the Bible. It's a, it's a Bible verse. Put it at the end. Trunk it. We got to trunk it. <laughs> you had all that time to read from the Bible and you want to talk about way of the master. Way the, what'd you call it? Way of the future. Oh That's my goodness. Was. Way of the past. Wow. But anyway, um, I, I do think that it is, this is something worth thinking about, something worth talking about, but I don't, I'm not going to tell you guys what to think or how to, how to move forward. No, that's AI job. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Chat GPT will help you out. But I, I do think that there is, um, there is a level of fear that can settle on a person when you think about this. And the encouragement that I have in all of this is not, Hey, don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, everything's going to be great. Uh, because I think that if we don't keep this in check, it can get out of control like anything can, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and so I think that it's important that we do temper ourselves um, and speak out when we feel like we need to speak out. But at the same time, to understand that um, that God is in control. If we truly believe that we serve a sovereign God, then he is sovereign even over technology and artificial intelligence. And so that's kind of where I rest in that, in the hope that that Jesus is still on his throne, that even when the bad things happen in the world, Jesus is still on his throne. And that includes AI and all of the things that Hollywood is designed. Uh, guys, it is designed. This is not tinfoil hat. <clears throat> it is an entertainment industry. And it's designed to get you concerned about whatever it is that it's it's doing, mm -hmm. whether it's a movie mm -hmm. and it's fictional or otherwise. Just wants engagement. Exactly. Yeah. And so we as nerd culture, we get lambasted all the time for not being able to separate reality from, you know, fiction. Virtual, yeah. And so it's just, to me, I think it's really interesting when you think about this in that context, it's like, Hey, mainstream, everybody else, are you not able to separate reality from fiction? Like, yes, we have robots that play chess. Yes, we have robots that are making art and all sorts of stuff, but you can look at it and go, man, it's just a robot. It's just a robot. I think that the, the bigger thing for me is the dependency on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> In the same way that, um, you know, we have dependency on our calculators and our teachers always told us, you know, you're never going to have a calculator in your pocket. You're going to figure everything out. <laughs> And it's like, well, uh, now I have all of the calculators that have ever existed in my pocket. Yeah. Those super expensive Texas instruments, um, yep. you know, super it, computers. It, it, it is very weird that any question that you have, you can just we Google it. Yep. Yeah. We have the answer. That's just not a thing that existed. Well, speaking of the answers, again, we have none of them here. They're Jesus all on the internet. is the answer. Jesus is the reason for the season, and that's all you need we to know about. We said different things. That's, we said the same thing, though. <laughs> um, but hey, I, man, we want to continue this conversation with you. Head on over to Discord, and let's talk about it there. LoveThyNerd.com slash Discord. If you don't know what Discord is... You can talk to Bubba on Discord. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will probably not be You there. can't talk to Anna. She doesn't know how. I love you, but I... Probably won't be on Discord. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. You can you can send Say it Anna to my a face. fax. Yeah, <laughs> fax her. <laughs> oh man! Well, hey, don't go anywhere because when we do come back. We've got a nerdy recommendation for you, and also a church nerd's memory verse right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. Oh,
What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. LTN Radio. Tiger Uppercut! Well, to close out our show today, we do have a nerdy recommendation, and that is, if you're watching with us on YouTube, this beautiful board game right here that I absolutely 100% did make my best friend in the entire universe go to Germany to get for me. (laughs) That's Turing Machine by, I can't say the name of this company without cursing, and it's not because it makes me so mad. I just don't know how to say it without saying a curse word, and so I'm not going to. (laughs) <laughs> but it is it is uh, it's published by Le Scorpion Mosque, Le Scorpion Mosque, and this game Turing Machine. If you know anything about the Turing Machine, by Alan Turing, like he made a machine way back in the olden days, and this isn't a history lesson on the Turing Machine, so please don't. But uh, it was basically a machine that would decipher an endless tape. And what was being done on the tape? Was it shapes? Was it numbers? Was it whatever? Um, so in this game, it's really it's really interesting. There are you can see here in the back of the the thing they can't. There are seven plus million problems to solve. <clears throat> so there are, there are problems that come in this game, and then you can scan the QR code in the back of the box or go to the website, and it's just an infinite amount of puzzles. So they to made solve. a robot make more of them. That's exactly what happened. Oh my goodness. That is exactly what happened. So this is the perfect <clears throat> game for what we're talking about today. Um, it's it's unique. This this game was some people's game of the year. It's my game of the year from last year in 2022. It's unique. I've never seen another thing like it. It is a bunch of just mind puzzles. You're trying to take information that is being given to you and check it against information that you have on the board. And everybody's trying to do this at the same time using you can't see it, but like these are punch outs. And so everything is just like a punch out. And if it lines up, you're good. If it doesn't, you got to go back and recheck the data. It's fascinating. It's wonderful. You and I haven't played it yet because it's it's a litany of games that since I've gotten it, I've never gotten it. To yeah. Table. Yeah. Well, so uh, Alan Turing, his name came up in my like I believe that AI research. And I was like, Turing. And I asked you, is that? Like, does that have anything to do with that game Turing Machine? And you're like, only everything. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, he's he's considered the father of automa automation. Oh, because he didn't he didn't coin it as the Turing Machine. Mm-hmm. His doctoral professor coined it as the Turing Machine. He called it the Ah Machine, automatic machine. Oh, okay. And so now, we really could have chosen any <clears throat> any game by like Stonemeyer. Yeah, because they have the single player variants of a lot of these these popular mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. It's it's AI analog AI generated. You play as mm-hmm. like the game plays itself, but you just choose the best move to take. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, check it out, Turing Machine. It's fantastic. Um, it should be readily available now. We'll have all the information in the show notes. 
Um, but I highly recommend it. That being said, it's not a game for everybody. Sure. It's just not. None of them are. Yep. For so everybody. Check it out. Turing Machine by a company I can't say. <laughs> Andy, you got uh, a church nerd's I memory do. verse for us. Okay. So. Weekly verse. This is very interesting to think about in light of the AI discussion. Uh, this is actually Colossians 1.16, which says, For in him all things were created, him being Christ. Mm. In him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So... Even our robot overlords. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. Well, hey, hopefully <clears throat> we have uh, just made you miss us all that much more. Um, we're back. <laughs> this is season six of Church Nerds, and we want to thank you guys for spending a little bit of your day with us. Actually, a lot of your day that with us. That was so much talking. This you is guys... probably, thank you for spending several days with us. Sorry. Because I don't know anybody's going to finish this one sitting. This was a big sitting. one. I was like, hey, what would you think of talking about AI? And you're like, yes, do it. And I'm like, I don't know if I can find all enough content and then i was like oh no i'm gonna tell radio matt <laughs> as you're listening to this cut whatever you do. cut it just just, just slice it mercilessly it. so this thing might be half hour i don't know <laughs> but we recorded a lot for this episode um but hey we're gonna get out of here before we do that if you have any questions or a topic or something that you would like for us to cover here on church nerds we are open to that we would love for you to come and to be a content producer for us and that doesn't mean what you think it means um, we're not trying to get you into a full-time job, bring you on 20 hours, 40 hours a week, stuff like that. All you have to do is go to lovethynerd.com slash producer and fill out the form. That's it. Sounds pretty easy to me. Super easy. Just give your information to the robot. The robot needs it. Yeah, absolutely. And then we take that information from the robot and say, thank you, robot. <laughs> we much appreciate it. But we want to talk about the things that you are interested in. So please do us a favor. Go fill out that form. Like I said, lovethynerd.com slash producer. And you can actually fill out that form for any of the shows that we have. If you have something that would fit better, maybe on free play or beard bros, or you've got a game that you want Matt and Aaron to play on co-optional. Or the, the big crossover demographic, which is the, the two words people who also listen to this. Two, two words. <laughs> and if you're not down with that. Um, Outside of that, you can find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all the major platforms. We'd love for you to come and follow us and, uh, you know, hang out and share some of the cool stuff that we share and get it out into the world and with your people um, at Love Thy Nerd on all the major platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I think those are all the major ones that we're on right now. And um, you can also find Anna and I on the Internet in various places. Um, I am Bubba underscore LTN most places. And Anna is going by Anna's Originals these days. Uh, sometimes. Catch if her on my, the if on my, Yeah, on Be Real. I, we'll talk Only about, follow her on We will talk about Be Real next episode, perhaps. <laughs> we don't have time for that. We do not. But hey, also go over to lovethynerd.com. Get all the cool stuff that we have. You can find the radio station there, which this is a morning show for. Um, and also you can find great content, resources, other shows that we have, video, everything you need right there. One stop shop at lovethynerd.com. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Anna Stalkup. That's how I close out free play. I'm sorry. Do you? 
Yeah, I I'm wasn't trying to sure remember. why we're using last names all of a sudden. Yeah, it, didn't, it doesn't gonna, make any sense. I was just going with it. We're married. It's fine. Yep. Hey, we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs>